Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I'm so excited to bring you guys our special guest. Our guest today comes from the retail world, was actually working in retail for seven years before they were able to break into medical device sales with one of the largest companies in the world. So, Katie Ross, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi, Jacob. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for taking time out of your day and joining us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, so Katie, you were in retail for seven years. Now you're with one of the top companies in the world, right? That's amazing. Um, can you just kind of give us a little background before we dive into it? Who Katie is, who you are, yeah. kind of your background yeah. with all that. So, um, well, first of all, so I went, going to college, I studied biology, got a degree in biology and started in retail, you know, in college. It was my college job. Um, I did end up loving it and just, you know, kind of worked my way up, you know, earned a management position, eventually earned um, an area management position and really thought that that was my future until honestly 2020 hit. And I thought like something's got to give, I've got to make a change. And um, I, I really wanted to go back to biology and using my degree. I mean, heck, I spent years earning it, like let's <laughs> put it to use. So that was really my drive in making the switch. And I've always loved biology. I'm, I'm a bit of a science nerd. It's something that I just really enjoy. And so I thought like, what is something that I can do where I don't have to go back to school necessarily? Um, Cause I went down all those roads. I thought, what if I go to PT school? What if I become a pharmacist? Like I went down multiple different roads and eventually landed with, well, medical sales. I've got a little bit of background in sales. And again, I love anything science related. Like, I think this would be a good fit for me. So here we I are. love it. Um, and, and with that, what, cause like for myself, I tell this to people and I talk to people all the time. I didn't know what medical device sales was. It wasn't because until like a client told me that they had done it before. Mm-hmm. And then that took me down the rabbit hole. And I was like, wait, what, what about you? How did you find about like medical device sales? So, I mean, I had heard about it kind of word of mouth. And honestly, at first, like I've heard about it for multiple years now, but I had a bad taste in my mouth about it. I thought that medical device sales was like super pushy and that we were, um, again, just kind of pushy and in their face with our product. And uh, that to me was not, uh, didn't it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Um, so again, I wanted to just like build relationships with people, have a good time at work, have people that I enjoy seeing at work. I don't want to be the person that's always coming in with a product, always trying to get somebody to buy something. I don't want to be a used car salesman, like in their face all the time. So I, again, like did not want to go into medical device sales until I started kind of Googling, I actually took a personality test on like, you know, what job is best for you (laughs) entered in all of my criteria. And it, popped up medical device sales. So I thought, okay, maybe I need to like uh, pursue this avenue or at least see what it's really all about. Um, Started Googling it more and found out it's definitely less aggressive than I was thinking. And it's more laid back, more suited to my personality. And so I decided to start the hustle of trying to get in. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, And the thing that I love that you said just right there is, you know, that's something I hear all the time is people thinking that medical device sales is something that 
is very pushy, that it can be really bad. Um, it's a used car salesman, right? And I, and I hear that all the time with people who don't know what medical device sales is, but it's not until right. you actually like talk to people and you realize, oh, you're a resource. Oh, people, you actually help the surgeons and the, the staff. Oh, right. people actually look forward to having you there and you do help them. That, that takes the time. But again, I, I love that you did state that because that is something that is a common thing I hear from people who really just don't know about the industry is they do think it's just like, I'm that annoying person that. No I'm like one. nagging you to pitch my product all the time is what they think. And it's, that's the number one thing that not only people in my district or my peers have told me, but also that I've seen, you know, after I was hired, my, my market mentor, my trainer talked to me about right when I was hired and something that I recognized firsthand in shadowing them. They're not ever, there's never a sales pitch happening. They're not ever approaching a doctor about a product unless it's specifically indicated and it's, it's needed. And the doctor's kind of looking at them to be like, Hey, what else can I use? Yep. Otherwise they're, you know, helping the circulator if they need anything, if the product malfunctions in any way, obviously, you know, that's what they're there for. They're there to support the doctor, the supporting staff, the circulator. We're not there to sell anything. If yep. the opportunity presents itself, great. But nine times out of 10, that's not even what you're doing. No. And, and like you said, a lot of times, even if we are selling, it's not like we're trying to be salesy. It's like, hey, this is right. going to be a resource that helps out. Or it's something that the doctor's already been like questioning, asking about. Right. Or, I mean, the, you know, the, the thing that's on everybody's mind is product shortages, like supply chain issues, like some products they literally don't have. So they're going to look to you of like, okay, what's my substitute for this? Then you're going to obviously talk about something. But other than that, you know, again, your support, you're not there being aggressive and like shoving product down their face. And I'm very thankful for being wrong on that regard. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I love it. Well, so so you decided medical device sales. What was that journey? What was kind of the next steps for you when you're like, okay, I think I want to do medical device sales? Oh, that's that's a good question. So for me, it was honestly a lot of like Googling and a lot of researching because my biggest like thing that I need to do for me is to kind of like bridge the gap. Like I know that I want to go from point A to point B, but like, how do I get there? And yep. even if I come up with ideas of how to get there, I need to read it over and over and over and verbalize it a hundred times before I can then do it myself. So that was really it for me, like Googling, you know, networking. I know that's something that a lot of people talk about, like, oh, well, you need to network. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Yep. Like when you call somebody, what do you ask them? How do you approach a stranger and essentially ask them how to help you get a job? I mean, yep. like, how do you do that? So there's so many resources out there. I mean, hello, your podcast. There's so many articles. There's so many, I mean, LinkedIn itself has so many articles about the platform and how to be successful. Like use LinkedIn and Google, an acronym we learned in training is like GTS, Google that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if you don't know something or you have a question, like Google it, figure it out. Um, and then, you know, verbalize it. Like I was saying, you, you might read the description of, of anything in life and you'll think, oh, I understand that. Okay. But can you then verbalize it to someone else? Can you explain it to someone else? No, not yet. Not until you do it 10 times yourself. So that was a big thing for me, Googling, verbalizing, and like learning how to network because it's not something that I ever had to do before. Yeah. No, and, th and that's such a good point. And that's the biggest thing is I love that you just stated, if you don't know it, Google it, 
Welcome to. You can find I, anything on Google. And I say that all the time. There's, so, I mean, that's how I found, like, that's how I found your podcast. I'm like, how do I break into medical device? Like, help me, give me resources. And there yeah. are so many people out there that are willing to help, that are willing to give advice. And like, that's another thing. I feel like it sounds so cheesy, but I have never met someone who's in medical device sales that was not willing to help someone that wanted to break in. If you have good questions and you're adding value to the conversation, they want to help you. And they were so receptive to me. I mean, I was so scared calling people and they were so nice. And again, like so receptive, giving me so much good information. And it really reinforces that you're putting in the work and that it's worth it. Well, and that's, and I was just going to say, you know, like that's what as reps we do, as you know, this is we teach, we teach the staff, we teach the doctors, whatever it is. Um, But the biggest thing is, like you said, a lot of people in med device, they want to help, but they want to help people who help themselves. Right. Right. And that's where we talk about, especially you guys listening. There's too many people that reach out to not me, not to other people, to like to literally all the reps. Cause I talk to reps every day in the hospital. Right. Right. And they're like, I have people reach out to me and they, they're, they're asking me what they should do. It's like, and I've always joked around, it ain't my life. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you work at a grocery store or you go like do something else. Like you do whatever you want. And I don't know what you like. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. like, and we've, I've always said this as well, like, and other reps, we joke about this. It's not our decision, whether you should do this or not. We could care less if you do this because yeah. whether you break in or don't break in, our life doesn't change. You know, like right. we're just here to help people. So if you are going to reach out, like Katie is saying, if you come with good questions and you are prepared, people will help you because that's what yeah. we do. And because because somebody did that for them to break in and they want to give back. Exactly. Exactly. And that was that's been my experience. You know, I've had people reach out to me since gaining this position and. I've thought to myself, like, I owe it to them to give them the same time of day that others gave me when, because, you know, they didn't know me, they didn't owe me anything, but they took time out of their schedule to, to give me that value and give me those resources. So people definitely pay it forward. That's something I've really noticed. Of course. Yeah. And it is so true now. So you, you decided you started Googling it, you started doing it kind of, what does that process next look like? like getting into the interviews, all that good stuff. So I hate, like, I feel like I have the best case scenario. Cause I mean, I kind of got lucky. I just, you know, to my knowledge, I didn't know anybody that was in medical device sales until I, until I started talking to like people at the gym that yeah. I had never asked like, Hey, what do you do? You know? And that is kind of what started a chain of events that essentially, you know, got me my job met there's a guy at the gym that I'd been friends with and I never asked him like, Hey, what do you do? Who do you work for? And he was again, so nice, so receptive. And I just started there like, Hey, can we go get coffee after the gym? Like I would, I would love to ask you some questions. Um, and then again, reaching out to other people that aren't in medical device sales, but you know, ask them, Hey, do you have a friend or anyone that you know, that would be willing to just have a coffee with me, have a call with me. I'd love any advice that they might have. Um, and making those connections is, is really, again, what kind of like bridged the gap for me. And I actually was given the phone number of my current boss and I called her, you know, like on a whim had questions and thought this is a really important person in this company. I wonder if she's going to give me the time today. She's so nice. So receptive. And six months later, she was offering me a job. That's so awesome. It's a, it's a really, 
it was like a fa- fairy tale story. No, yeah. It, but it's like what you would want to happen. Well, and I love that. But the thing I want to touch on because you're you're like it's lucky, right? And and it it is there is that point. But but for the fact of you reached out to people you didn't know, you reached out to your network, you put out spider webs, you talked to people you didn't yeah. know, put yourself in uncomfortable situations, and you still reached out to your boss, who is a very important person, came prepared, and they saw that. And I already know that you had follow up, you kept a relationship through those six months to get that that job offer. And so I yeah. always just want to state that because sometimes people will listen to these podcasts and they'll be like, oh, must be nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, you know, I wish I could just get offered a job and like, let me just make this clear to every single person. Nobody in medical device was just like, given a job. It never was just yeah. like here. You, oh, you want to, especially when you're breaking in, it's never like, oh, you just want to break into this industry here. Here's a job. No. Yeah. Like even yeah. if you got the job, you still had to do certain things to keep mm-hmm. that relationship, to show that you were worth it and to get yourself in a position to get offered that job. Right. I mean, and to your point, I mean, I, I think, I think I said this, but like the initial call, I think it was six months later, you know, we were in the finalized stage of, of me actually getting the position. So I didn't even think in that interim time period that this is where it's headed. Of course, I hoped that it did, but you just, and you also get more comfortable. The more people you call, the more connections you make, the more comfortable you get doing it. And you absolutely hit the nail on the head with, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable when you get the job. You're going to be uncomfortable in training. You're going to be uncomfortable after training. You're just going to have to be comfortable with being really uncomfortable for a long time. Welcome to success. Like, right. Like, (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing because I say this all the time. It doesn't matter if it's med device or it's outside med device. If you want to get better and you want to learn stuff, you got to do stuff you didn't know. Yeah. The most successful human beings you know are always trying new things. Yes, they master something and they're greatest at it. But if like, I always just say, let's take technology. It's always changing. Yeah. You right. have to always stay on top of it, right? It doesn't matter the systems or competitors or even with us in medical device sales there's always a new competitor there's always new technology there's always new research there's always new doctors coming in new doctors leaving places like it's it's forever always going to be a changing industry that you have to be okay with here we go you have yeah you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and uh and i love what you said though about like technology and because to me it seems like, like, for instance, if I get a new phone or if I get a new watch, I'm going to Google how to use it. I'm going to watch a YouTube video on how to use it. Yep. So it's the same, like, it's the same thing. If you want to break into med device sales, or if you want to do anything, if you want to learn how to bake a loaf of sourdough, what are you going to do? You're going to Google it and you're going to watch a video on how to do it. So yep. do the same thing with med sales and just go for it. Yep. A hundred percent. I really love that. And the, the thing I just want to touch on, because that's a great point, but I always say this to people, networking is it is key. If you're not networking, if you didn't get, if you didn't network to get the, your boss's number and call your boss, you don't have the position you do right now. That's just, it is what it is. Right. And so that's to everyone saying again, networking is key. Start reaching out to people you don't know all that good stuff. But then I always say this too, is it doesn't stop once you get into the industry. I'm always networking. I have to talk to all my physicians, to the offices, to the hospitals, to your billing. Like there's a bunch of different, but even me right now as a rep, I always want to make this very clear. I network with reps in the industry all the time. 
Yeah. I'm on a phone call every week, not just with you guys on all my phone calls with you guys that I'm that from the podcast and YouTube and stuff. I'm getting on calls with other reps in the area and other companies and other stuff because I can always be learning. I can always hear how it is, how they do stuff. What can I learn from them processes and just experience? Because like we've said this on the podcast before, you know, this world is crazy and it's super small. And, yeah. the, and the people who help you, they always, everyone has said this to me, everyone who helps you, Hey, you never know this world's small. Maybe you're getting me a job one day. Right. Cause that right. really could happen. Well, and I love what you said too, about like, like for me, for instance, like network with reps that are in the same area, they might not be in the same division as you, but especially in the same company. So if, if you're both calling on the same hospital, I mean, they can give you like insider information they on can this doctor likes this. That this circulator and you can get like the lowdown on the whole facility and all the doctors just by making a phone call they literally will tell you somebody your new. or director and gyn or sorry gyn or or directors your materials manager literally by calling the one rep every yeah. contact that you need you literally could get one phone call from a, a teammate exactly and and then like you i mean like i always like to take notes on the phone calls and they'll give you little tidbits like you know, this person really appreciates this or this person really, and like, that'll help you remember those people and you'll walk in, you know, knowing who you're talking to and they'll really appreciate that. You're not just a new rep that they have to go down the same spiel with. Like you already know their preferences. You already know who they are and you can just pick up from there. Yep. So, and again, you're, it's giving you that step up and, oh, this person comes prepared, right? right. You're not just being like, you look oh. super prepared. And really all you did was like call somebody who's already done the legwork for you. Exactly. And they're like, how did you know that? Right. And, and I say this all the time, even with one of my doctors, one of my doctors loves jazz. They just love it. They if you have music that has words in it, they will freak out during the case. But if it's <laughs> classical, they love it. So I go in and I say, I whisper it every single time because the nurses are jamming out to whatever the hottest hits are. And I'm like, yeah, please change this for your safety and my safety, right? Like joking around, right? But I'll do it yeah. every single time my doc comes in now. Ooh, I love the music. And every single time I'm like, ah, oh, these guys got you all hooked up. They knew you were coming, right? Yeah. What happens right away? Doctor's in a great mood. My nurses are happy because doctor's in a good mm -hmm. mood because of me. Yeah. I put it all back onto them looking like they're yeah. amazing. So the doctor's happy with them. And all I'm saying by that little tip is just, it looks like I come prepared. I just know that one little tip, but because yeah. of that, the experience before the, the case even starts is already great. Yeah. But, and I love what you said. I, I know like we keep circling back, but like what you just said about give it back to the nurses, like, oh my God. Yes. Like the support staff, the circulator, the scrub tech, the anesthesiologist, those are the people you want on your side. Yep. Do not take credit. Like if you do something and the doctor notices, oh, nurse, you know, Rebecca did this. Like you want that support staff to be your friend. They will vouch for you. They are people that you want on your side. It's not all about the doctor. No. And I said this all the time. I actually just said this on a podcast yesterday, the other day with Pierre, um, because guess who's still there when you leave? Yeah. The supporting staff. Mm -hmm. And even and a lot of times, you, as you know, doing this, doctors usually will book one, two, four cases in a row. Right. So you could be the first or second case of the day. Well, right. if you do that, you know, they'll still talk about it. And I say this because if you do something really stupid, they're, they will still talk about you in the second or third case. And then the staff will be bringing you up and it won't be in a good way. Yeah. So you always want to just be on the good side. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, they'll vouch for you. They'll also just like, like the other day I walked in and, you know, my surgeon was running, he wasn't running late. He got called into another case, but 
the circulator immediately texted me and was like, Hey, like, we're going to be like an hour behind. She just saved me like an hour of doing nothing time in the cafeteria of a hospital. That, like, she deserves a sticker. Cause I, I call, I still call the desk. I just had it last week. I called the desk. Hey, we running on time. Yep. Show up two hours delayed. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, and yeah, again, it's, like, a, it's a 45 like, minute drive and I can't leave. Cause now it yeah. doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? So Same. yeah. That's, that's a huge thing. I love it. That's, that's so good. Now, Katie, I got to ask, people are going to message you. They're going to reach out. They're going to be like, what is, what is uh, the thing I can do, Katie? So like to you, if someone's reaching out to you, what, what advice would you give, whether they have sales experience, they do or don't, what would you say the advice you would give for people breaking into medical device sales? Um, I mean, I know we talked about all the typicals, like the Googling and the networking. So like, I mean, specifically, if you do get that interview, something that I learned, you know, I was so focused on knowing the company and knowing the products. And meanwhile, they were not expecting that of me. They knew that I was not in medical device sales. Um, they actually, I mean, they didn't ask me anything about specifics about the company. They wanted to know, who are you? Like, is, yep. are you someone that I, my mom always says, they're trying to figure out if they want to sit down and have a beer with you. Yep. Like, are they the, are you the person they're going to like invite to after our happy hour, after work happy hour? Yes yep. or no. They want to know who um, they're hiring. That's what they yeah, want to get to know. Like, so, and, and I, again, and I feel like I know it sounds cheesy, but like be yourself, like be yourself and have passion and have a reason for why you want to break into medical device sales. Do not say, I want to make a lot of money. Do not say it sounds cool. Like have a specific reason. Yep. I have a specific reason. I so much enjoy, again, biology, physiology, anything. I'm a super science nerd. It's so interesting to me. And I get really passionate and worked up about it. And I, I want to make my life about it. Mm -hmm. And you need to have a why. And if you don't have a good one, um, I, I don't feel like it sets you apart from the rest of the competition. Everyone can say they're a hard worker. Everyone can say that they're organized and that they're a good communicator. Like everyone can have that on your resume, but are you a real person that yep. they want to interact with and that they feel passionate about? Yes or no. And like, truly that is what I think got me the job for sure. I love it. That's awesome. Well, Hey, again, congratulations on getting the job. You definitely earned it. You deserve it. And again, just thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to be with us, to share your tips. Now, if, if our followers would like to find you, can, do you have any social medias that they can reach yeah, out to you on? Um, my LinkedIn, definitely message me if you need anything, want any tips, um, just search Katie Ross. And again, I'm an associate rep, so you should see that. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, love it. I love it. And like I say in every single episode, when we do talk about reaching out to people, please, first off, do not be creepy. Uh, creep yeah, shows. <laughs> yeah. Creep shows not allowed here. All right. Um, number two, come prepared. Like I, I literally told Katie off pair. I'm like, if they don't know who you work for or they don't have questions prepared, tell them that you can't talk to them. For I will hang minutes. up on you. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is what I want you guys to understand. We are reps in a territory with not just talking to you guys, also running a business. She's still learning. She's still growing. She's having everything else, plus just trying to have a life. So yeah. everybody's time is very valuable. And yeah. again, the only way that you're going to get the most that's going to benefit not just you, but her as well for her time is you guys come prepared. You have questions and you've done even five minutes of research of a Google search yeah. or a LinkedIn search before you even call will be better than... Yeah. 
I, I just told her, I get it every time I, I put it on the podcast. People tell me they listen to the podcast and literally within, you know, the first question is where do you work? <laughs> well, and I've said this on the podcast a million times. It's a quick, it's not even 10 seconds on my phone, on my LinkedIn. So to go search that. So again, you guys just come prepared, please yeah. to reach out because Katie will help you. People helped her, but again, we don't want to waste her time. And I don't want to waste your guys' time at yep, it either. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely here to help. I absolutely want to, again, like pay it forward. A lot of people did it for me. So if you need any help, please do reach out. I love it. I love it. Well, again, thank you so much for taking time. If you guys are watching on YouTube, please press, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. If you guys are looking to get a 30, 60, 90 day plan for free, that will help you guys in your interview. Go to new to medical device sales uh, show link is in the description where you guys are just going to put your email in for free. It will give you guys that free 30, 60, 90 day plan plan for a template. And then also it will add you to our email list where I put out weekly emails, helping you guys break into medical device sales with blogs. And again, I just appreciate you guys listening. You guys can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Jacob McLaughlin. You can check the YouTube, Jacob McLaughlin, or new to medical device sales on here, on TikTok, on Instagram. Again, we're on all the social media. So again, appreciate you guys listening and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.